Good morning, and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday, August the 18th, 2021. Uh, We'll be following the service of Matins. You'll find that on page 219 of your hymnal of the Lutheran Service Book. Our psalm today is Psalm 107, verses 1 to 9. Psalm 107, verses 1 to 9. And our hymn is hymn 871, 871, stanza 3. 871, stanza 3. Greet the rising sun. It's a morning hymn. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ. Alleluia. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, come, let us worship Him. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into His presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in his hand. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
Oh, come, let us worship Him. Psalm 107, verses 1 to 9. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some have wandered in desert ways, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love for his wondrous works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Hymn 871, stanza 3. 871, stanza 3. Greet the rising sun. the rising sun on your love reply let no evil thought cloud the clear blue sky 
joyful and content with life's simpler things, knowing all I need from your kindness brings. As you can tell, I didn't know that one well and started in the wrong verse. Yes, pretty verse, pretty song. Our reading today comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning in verse 23. 1 Corinthians 10, 23. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you're disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any question on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, This has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it, for the sake of the one who informed you, and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but his. For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of that for which I give thanks? So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God, just as I try to please everyone in everything. I do not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. Now I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions, even as I delivered them to you. But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. Every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head. Every wife who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, since it's the same as if her head were shaven. For if a wife will not cover her head, then she should cut her hair short. But since it is disgraceful for a wife to cut off her hair or to shave her head, let her cover her head. For a man ought not to cover his head, since he is in the image and the glory of God. But woman is the glory of man. For man was not made from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. That's why a wife ought to have a symbol of authority on her head, because of the angels. Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. For as a woman was made from man, so now man is now born of a woman. 
and all things are from God. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for the wife to pray to God with her head uncovered? Does not nature itself teach you that if a man wears long hair, it's a disgrace for him? But if a woman has long hair, it is her glory, for her hair is given to her for a covering. If anyone's inclined to be contentious, we have no such practice, nor do the churches of God. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Our reading comes from the epitome of the solid declaration of the formula of Concord. Number one, we believe, teach, and confess that in the Holy Supper, Christ's body and blood are truly and essentially present, and that they are truly distributed and received with the bread and wine. Two, we believe, teach, and confess that the words of Christ's testament are not to be understood in any other way than the way they read, according to the letter. So the bread does not signify Christ's absent body, and the wine is absent blood, but because of the sacramental union, the bread and wine are truly Christ's body and blood. Number three, now about the consecration, we believe, teach, and confess Number three, now about consecration, we believe, teach, and confess that no work of man or recitation of the minister produces this presence of Christ's body and blood in the Holy Supper. Instead, this presence is to be credited only and alone to the almighty power of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, we were interrupted uh, by someone at the door, and so we're going to start the reading over again. Uh, sorry if that causes problems for anyone. Uh, it's from the epitome of this solid declaration of the formula of Concord. Number one, we believe, teach, and confess that the Holy Supper, Christ's body and blood, are truly and essentially present, and that they are truly distributed and received with the bread and wine. Two, we believe, teach, and confess that the words of Christ's testament are not to be understood in any other way than they read, according to the letter, so that the bread 
does not signify Christ's absent body, and the wine is absent blood, but because of the sacramental union, the bread and the wine are truly Christ's body and blood. Now about the consecration. We believe, teach, and confess that no work of man or recitation of the minister produces this presence of Christ's body and blood in the Holy Supper. Instead, this presence is to be credited only and alone to the almighty power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number four, at the same time, we also believe, teach, and confess unanimously that in the use of the Holy Supper, the words of Christ's institution should in no way be left out. Instead, they should be publicly recited, as it is written in 1 Corinthians 10, 16, the cup of blessing that we bless, and so forth. This blessing occurs through the reciting of Christ's words. Six, we believe, teach, and confess that Christ's body and blood are received with the bread and the wine, not only spiritually through faith, but also orally, yet not in a Copernicic way, in a supernatural heavenly way, because of the sacramental union. Christ's words clearly show this when Christ gives direction, take, eat, and drink, as was done by the apostles. For it is written in Mark 14, 23, and they all drank of it. St. Paul likewise says in 1 Corinthians 10, 16, the bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? That is to say, he who eats this bread eats Christ's body, which also the chief ancient teachers of the church, Chrysostom, Cyprian, Leo I, Gregory, Ambrose, and Augustine unanimously testify. We sing the Te Deum. We praise you, O God. We acknowledge you to be the Lord. All the earth now worships you, the Father everlasting. To you all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To you, cherubim and seraphim, continually do cry. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of your glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise you. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise you. The noble army of martyrs praise you. The holy church throughout all the world does acknowledge you. The Father of an infinite majesty, your adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. You are the King of glory, O Christ. You are the everlasting Son of the Father. 
When you took upon yourself to deliver man, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. When you had overcome the sharpness of death, you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. We therefore pray you to help your servants, whom you have redeemed with your precious blood. Make them to be numbered with your saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save your people and bless your heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify you and we worship your name for ever and ever. Grant, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let your mercy be upon us, as our trust is in you. O Lord, in you have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. O God, by the patient suffering of your only begotten Son, you have beaten down the pride of the old enemy. Now help us, we humbly pray, to imitate all that our Lord has of his goodness borne for our sake, that after his example we may bear with patience all that is adverse to us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, always more ready to hear than we to pray, and to give more than we either desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving those things of which our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things that we are not worthy to ask, except through the merits and mediation of Christ our Lord, 
who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. We hope that you have a great day. Uh, We will be meeting again tomorrow at 9 a.m. here in the sanctuary or also on the podcast. May God bless your day.